The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Again, Jesus left the district of Tyre and went by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee into the district of the Decapolis. And people brought to him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears and spitting touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and ground and said to him, Ephata, that is, be open. And immediately the man's ears were opened, his speech impediment was removed and he spoke plainly. He ordered them not to tell anyone but the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. They were exceedingly astonished, and they said, He has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. The Gospel of the Lord. My beloved brothers and sisters in Christ, the ability to hear and to speak are the two great gifts. Like all gifts, they can be taken for granted or even misused. They are connected. We see this especially in the case of the elderly. When their hearing goes, they retreat into silence. The man who came to Jesus was deaf and also had an impediment in speech. The latter may have been due in part to the former. People with diminished hearing are often seen as doddering or buffoonish. Diminished hearing leads to embarrassed silence and misunderstanding. Today, hearing aids have lessened their pain but not removed it entirely. The gift of speech is our chief means of communication with other people. People with speech impediments are often subjects of fun and amusement to others. We see the trouble Jesus went to on behalf of this poor man and the care with which he dealt with him. The important, he took him away from the crown so that he could deal with him in private and give him his undivided attention. Rather than speak to him, he touched his ears and tongue. Thus he made him feel what he could not hear. The miracle has great relevance for us. Not because we are deaf or dumb, but precisely because we have the gifts of hearing and speech. 
The fact that we have these gifts doesn't mean we use them well. Many people are very poor listeners, and many people have difficulty in expressing themselves. A fate even worse than being born death is to have ears and yet fail to hear. Worse again is to have ears and refuse to hear or to have a tongue and refuse to speak. So we need the Lord's healing touch if we are to use these two precious gifts well. Our senses are precious and vital. We have to experience God with our senses too, with our eyes, our ears, our tongues. The most important, our hearts. The miracles is not, are not so much about the physical healing of a man who will death and down. Rather, it's about the opening of the person's ears so that he may be able to hear the word of God and the loosening of his tongue so that he may be able to profess faith in Christ Jesus. A person could have perfect hearing and yet not hear the word of God. And a person could have perfect speech and be unable to make an act of faith. Hence, it comes. As no surprise that the ceremony of touching the ears and the tongue made its way into the rite of baptism from early times and is still there to this day. The minister touches the ears and mouth of the person being baptized and says, The Lord Jesus may the deaf hear and the dumb speak. May he soon touch your ears to receive his word and your mouth to proclaim his faith to the praise and glory of God the Father. My beloved brothers, and sisters in Christ, we know that we need to be able to hear the Word of God, that we need to be able to profess the Word with our lips. Finally, we need to put it into practice in our lives. The Word of God, when heard and acted on, is like seed. Failing and good soil, it makes our lives fruitful.